Welcome back to the Moms Do Business Different podcast. I'm your host, Kay Hillman, believer, wife, mama, and creator of the Shmoney Mama Gang. Myself and my team support mamas who are service providers and coaches in creating strategies that make buyers say, take my shmoney, and create companies that bring in high cash months doing the bare minimum. Join me for conversations on money, business growth, sales, productivity, and the mindset of being a mom who does business different. Mama, are you ready for the vibe? Listen up and let's get this money. Hey, boo. Hey, happy Thursday or whatever day you're listening to this on. Empire did not want to sit with me for another episode, so I'm here by myself. But I think that's cool because the topic of this episode is going to be something that I mentioned in the last one, which is finding the time to work as a mom. Now, girl, I get it. (laughs) I get this question asked so much. How do I make it work? How do I do it with kids? You know, it's it's one of the common things that come up when people are, you know, um, having kids or planning kids or whatever. It's like, how do I find the time to work? How do I find the time to do the business? How do I find the time for these things? And I, I recognize that as moms, we are needed pretty much 24-7. We're a lot of times exhausted. And I don't mean this in a like, oh, let's just bash motherhood because I love being a mom. Like it's definitely my calling in life. I didn't know it was my calling in life, but it's definitely my calling in life. Um, And uh, (laughs) I was about to say something and I was like, oh, that's like kind of TMI. So I'm going to leave that alone. But (laughs) I recognize that there are so many just nuances, right? To being a mom and to trying to find the time to also build your business when you are feeling tired or you're feeling, you know, a little bit just kind of touched out or just whatever the situation may be. And I have those days a lot, right? And that's one of the reasons why lately, um, full transparency, I've been working like 10 hours a week and that's including, now I don't include like Voxer coaching time because it's hard to include that because I'm I'm always on Voxer, but um, you know, I kind of average like 10 hours a week of work time and it's literally because there are some days or some nights where I you know it's my work time and I'm just like I'm just too tired like I just I don't have it in me to do anything right like I it was a long day and it wasn't even a long day because it was a bad day which was a long day and so something that I've come to realize is that the truth is that my, like us moms, we're resilient. Like we are the bomb. Like we are so good at productivity. We're so good at just getting things done and doing the thing. And I first want to honor the fact that you deserve to sleep. So this is not me telling you like, oh, you need to wake up earlier or go to bed late. This is about me telling you like, you like literally, you just have to find the time to work, right? You just have to find the time. It, but it's okay if that's not a priority for you right now. Like I said, there are plenty of days that when it's time to sit down and work, I just don't have it in me, so I don't do it. I don't have a huge team. I have one person on my team right now. It's because I don't have the capacity to lead. I don't have the capacity to lead a team of people right now. And so because of that, it's just me and one other person. And this person is like a right-hand person for me. Like this is somebody that I don't really have to talk to. She just does. <laughs> and it's great, right? Um, now, it's it's hard finding someone like that. I'm going to be honest. I, I've gone through several different people, not because they couldn't be a right-hand person. Not, it wasn't that at all. But I just, because I'm such a hands-off type of person, it's hard, to, it's, it's hard for me to find somebody that um, understands the fact that just because I don't say anything doesn't mean that 
it, it um, ugh, what am I trying to say? Just because I don't say anything doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong. Um, so I, I found a couple of, not my last VA was great, um, but a couple of VAs that I had before that, they always felt like because I didn't give them any feedback or because I didn't say anything, something was wrong. And that wasn't true. It's just that I, you know, either you're going to do it or you don't do it. <laughs> I mean, you know, and obviously I'm, I'm, you know, paying or whatever like that, but it's, it's still like a, either it's going to get done or we're just going to have to figure something else out. I'm very hands off like that. So you know, it's nice that I have somebody now that kind of just like thinks for me and it's like, great, you do what you do. But I'm saying all this to say, I recognize that like a lot of us are building these businesses by ourselves. And I'm gonna be hundred percent honest. Like this, this is the God's honest truth. You don't need anybody to make six figures. Like you don't need a single team member to make six figures. You can definitely have consistent $8,000 months or even consistent like $10,000 months. You can do that by yourself. Maybe hiring like a random contractor here and there to like help you with something that you're just not that great at. But otherwise, you don't actually need a team member to make six figures. So let that encourage you today. Um, but also recognize that, and this is my first thing about finding the time to work as a mom, you have to set realistic expectations. And I said this in the last episode, and I feel like this is going to be like my thing. Set expectations. Let's manage your expectations. Because it's the truth. Like as moms, we just have to set realistic expectations. We have to manage our expectations. Because with two small children, I cannot go and I cannot run like I did when I only had one child, right? It was a, it's, it's a difference between having one child and two ch children, right? It's a difference between, I'm sure, having two children and three children, right? They're just, it's, it's just different, right? It's not bad. It's just different. And we have to set expectations, like, or not set, we have to manage our expectations every step of the journey, right? Every step of the way. So something that I have found, and I can't, I will stand on this, is as a service provider and as a coach, you only need like two hours a day. If you can squeeze out two hours a day somewhere to work, that is enough. Now, there's there's a little caveat as a service provider. And I am just so glad that I'm on both sides of the spectrum and that I am actively on both sides of the spectrum. And what I mean by this is sometimes there are coaches that are service providers um, or like, what is it? Yeah. So sometimes like service providers will become a coach and then they'll stop providing services. So they just mostly coach. But that's not me. I am a service provider that also coaches, okay? I have an active photography business that I am the primary, I'm the only photographer. So when I do mini sessions, when I do the content batch, when I do, you know, any photo shoots, that is me doing that. And I am the one that edits, right? I'm the one that, so I am providing a service just like my VAs out there, just like my graphic designers, other photographers, like I am also a service provider. So when I say that as a service provider, you only need two hours a day, I truly mean that, okay? And we're going to talk more about this a little bit later, but I just want to say that it doesn't matter where you fall on the spectrum. Two hours a day is enough when you understand, and this is my second kind of tip about finding time, when you know what your bare minimum is, bare minimum is and you focus your effort there, right? So I've talked about this in another episode about the C's of business, right? It's so important when you're thinking about your bare minimum to to understand what needs your attention in your business. Is it your clients, right? Do you have clients that actively need to be served, right? So do you have someone that has a coaching call coming up? Do you have, you know, um, notes that you need to give a client? Do you have um, photos that you need to edit, right? 
do your clients need something? Do you need to update your curriculum? Do you need to revamp your curriculum? Do you need to do something that is relevant to your clients? Do they need your attention? The next C is your content, right? Does your content need your attention? And when I say content, what I mean is, does your marketing and visibility need your attention? Do you need to be focused on your marketing right now? Do you need to focus on creating the content? Do you need to focus on connections and being visible? Is that something that needs your attention? The next C, your conversions, right? Or your sales, right? Do your conversions, do your sales need some attention? Do you need to focus on getting through your leads, right? Looking at your lead tracker. For those of you that are inside of um, Money Mama, the membership, you know the leads tracker, right? Have you communicated? Have you nurtured the people that are on your leads tracker, right? That's where your money is. Your money is on the leads tracker. You just need to nurture and convert them. Simple. Okay, so does that need your attention? And the last C is your company. Does your company, does your back end, does your operations, do your systems, your SLPs, does that need your attention? So when you're thinking about your bare minimum business strategy, those are most of the components of it, right? Your clients, your content, your conversions, your company. Those are the main things. What needs your attention? So when you're sitting down to work every single day, that is where you're looking first, right? You're looking at those four areas first to figure out, okay, what's the priority here? What needs my attention? What, you know, for lack of better words, what fire do I need to put out, right? And I hate to think about it like that because, you know, your business should be running, you know, pretty seamlessly, right? You should be a well-oiled machine. You should be very clear on, you know, what needs to be done and nothing should ever be like on fire. But sometimes, you know, client things happen, right? When I have mini sessions for um, photography, a lot of times I feel like my business is on fire because I have so many sessions back to back and so many things that need to be edited. Just a couple of weeks ago, actually, I had 10 photo shoots that need to be edited. But in thinking about your clients and you're thinking about a bare minimum strategy, how can you make it easier? How can you make things faster? How can you make things more productive, right? How can you make things more, more streamlined? The, the way I did it is that I edit using AI. Right. I use um, a tool called. Oh, my gosh. What is it called? Man, if I didn't have to think about it, if I didn't have to say it, I would know what it is. Oh, Imogen. There's this tool called Imogen and it allows me to basically do a soft edit of or not a soft edit, but like a, a first pass edit of all my images. So now for the most part, my photos are, are edited and now I just go through each individual one and tweak it. It saves me so much time. I was able to finish those 10 galleries in two hours. Now, mind you, years ago, a couple of years ago, it would have taken me at least maybe 10 or 12 hours to edit all those. It took me two hours. Like I said, you only need two hours as a service provider or a coach, but it's all about knowing your bare minimum and then leveraging tools, systems, processes to make things go faster, to speed up how things are done, right? So that is, that's one piece of finding the time to work as a mom is that you have to set some realistic expectations and then you have to figure out what is the bare minimum so that you know where your priorities are. And so that when you sit down to work, it is focused work, right? The reason why a lot of us feel like we're working too much or feel like you're doing all the things is because when you sit down to work, you're sitting down trying to figure out what to do and you shouldn't be doing that. So also if you are inside the, um, the Shmoney Mama membership, there is a, um, a sauna board that's called, uh, what is it called? Income Producing Activities um, Suite. It's, it's called the Income Producing Activities Suite. And it is a, a sauna board that you can look at that basically tells you these are the things that you need to be doing. And so instead of spending out, not hours, but instead of spending like, you know, 30 minutes to an hour looking at all your to-do lists and trying to figure out what to do, 
you can now use this Asana board and just look and say, okay, today a priority for me is, you know, my content. And then it will give you like, hey, this is what you need to do. And so now when you sit down to work, you're doing things that actually make you money and that move the needle forward in your business. I love this thing. I use it all the time when I find myself feeling just a little bit overwhelmed with what needs to be done. I root myself back into, okay, let me just do something that makes me money, right? And then when I have the capacity, I can go back and look at some other things. So the other thing that I want to say about finding the time to work as a mom is that you have to decide on a time for more intensive work. So while two hours a day is enough to sustain things, right? It's enough time for me to edit. It's enough time for me to, you know, um, even do a coaching call here and there and stuff like that, right? Or for me to do the back end stuff, for me to, you know, respond to emails and that kind of stuff. While that's enough time for me to do that, sometimes we need a little bit more time. So like, whenever I do my action plans for the Shmoney Mama membership, what I actually do is I have one day a week that my husband and I have agreed, hey, this is my day to do my intensive work. And so usually it's on Sundays, like today is Sunday where I'm able to record. And so sometimes it's on Sundays, sometimes it's on Wednesdays, it just depends on the week. But I will take that day and I'll take just four hours. Like I don't even need a bunch more time because I don't wanna work. <laughs> I don't want to do no work. I'm being honest. Like a lot of weeks, I actually skip this day. I'm be honest. This is that, that's that's probably one of the reasons why I don't reach the 20 hours because I I literally will skip that day. Um, but if I need to do, you know, um, a lot of times it's because I have client work, right? So for those of us that are service providers, the reason why this one day a week is going to be so helpful is because it gives you a four hour time block to do your client work right? Where you don't have the kids on you. Another thing about finding the time to work as a mom that kind of gets tricky. And um, this this kind of goes to the question of like nights, the nap, or sorry, nights, naps, and mornings. Like, do you wake up early? Do you stay up late? Or do you work on naps? Here's the thing. For me, I do not enjoy anymore working with the kids, right? I used to enjoy working with King when it was just him. But now that there's two, it is almost impossible for me to work when they are awake. So because of that, I play the nights and naps game or I play the, the um, well, JK, I don't play the morning game. There's no, there's no, on no level will Kay wake up in the morning unless I have a photo shoot. So that doesn't happen for me. But if you're a morning person, maybe mornings can be your time and you do mornings and naps. Now, the trouble that I have run into is that my oldest does not take naps anymore. So... And, and he's also not too keen on quiet time. And when it's nap time, I really love to use that time for him and I to have like our one-on-one -on -one time since I am, you know, holding the baby a lot. So because of that, I really am like committed to my nights as my two hour time blocks. So now I have my two hour time block at night and then I have, you know, my Sundays, right? Where I do the dedicated work. Now, I want to also kind of continue to talk about how your calendar can look because when you're hearing this i know it can sound kind of crazy like okay so you're working two hours at night and then you know four hours on sunday so when do you actually like do your client work so i do my client work on my long my long day which i recommend get somebody to help you with the long day right you can make nights work you can make mornings work you also though i rec i recommend at least twice a month, right? At least two days a month to get a long day because it's going to make it to where you can get ahead if you need to get ahead. You can get, if, if you're a coach, right? Or if you're a service provider, it allows you to have that time to just really do your client work without any kind of interruptions. So 
I want to talk about mapping out your calendar as well, because I feel like this will be really helpful when you're thinking about, okay, how do I find the time to work as a mom? I promise you, mama, the time is there. And this may sound like a lot. This may be like, oh my gosh, like I don't see how this works. But listen, I have taken all my clients through like, okay, what is your bare minimum, bare minimum strategy? What's going to be your work day, right? What's the one day a week that you're going to get somebody to watch the kids, right? So for me, it's on Sundays or it's on Wednesdays. The reason why it's those two days for me is because my husband and um, and his dad are off on Sunday and then my husband's dad is off on Wednesday. So um, I usually don't, I try not to do Wednesdays uh, just because pay is not off as well. And it's really helpful when both of them can tag in the kids. Um, but you know, if, if for some reason I have something to do or if I have like client calls, I'll do them on Wednesdays. But actually my clients don't mind doing calls on Sundays. So it's great because I do calls on Sundays and the kids hang out with their dad and their papa and it's just great. Um, so, you know, we start out with my clients, we start out with, okay, what's your bare minimum? Let's figure out how to know what tasks are a priority and where you need to focus when you sit down to work. So now when you sit down for those two hours, you can you have realistic expectations, right? You know what's a priority, what needs to be focused on and what's going to move the needle forward. Then we figure out what's your one day a week, right? What's your one day a week? Who's going to watch the kids? How are things going to be situated, right? Because listen, we are the primary caregiver. I'm, I mean, I have an amazing husband. I'm sure you do too, but guess what? <laughs> they are not always available, right? A lot of times because we are the primary caregiver and our husbands are working out of the house or they're doing whatever they're doing, you know, which I mean, obviously they're you know working or home with us, but it's just like, you know, whenever they're like, just not with us, we still need to find someone to watch the kids so that we can build what we're building too, right? So either you get your husband or you get a grandparent or you get somebody to come in or a babysitter. There was a very temporary time where the kids actually, um, their godmother, is a professional nanny and so for a little while she would come and watch the kids or she would send one of her very qualified nannies to come and watch the kids for me one um one day a week for a couple of hours now it wasn't super frequent like i wasn't doing it every single week it was probably maybe once or twice a month when i couldn't get like the matchup for tay's dad but i mean it still worked right you when it comes to finding the time, we just got to make it work, right? If it's a priority, right? You may be in a season where the business is not a priority. And that's when I say it's okay to just let it go, right? It's okay to say, all right, I'm just going to take my one hour a night or two hours a night and don't worry about having a long day. If you don't have a ton of workload or if you figured out how to, you know, make things streamlined and easier or if you're able to complete all your client work in those two hours, then hey, that's fine, right? So the other thing I want to talk about is my calendar right and how to get your calendar like blocked off so if you're a service provider and this is really going to apply to my service providers because as service providers i know that it can seem far-fetched of like how how can you really do this like this doesn't make any sense i the way my calendar is scheduled is that i have two weekends a month for photography now before i actually get into this i'm gonna say and this is very crucial the structure and the pricing of your offer matters as a mom because you don't have time, right? You don't have, you know, five hours Monday through Friday to do client calls. You don't have every single weekend to do photo shoots or to do, you know, um, client branding packages or whatever, right? Like you don't have all that time. So because of that, the structure and the price of your offer matters because you need to price at a level that makes sense so that you don't have a huge client load. That is the key to having the time to work as a mom because it's so much easier to have 
one podcast client that you're charging $2,500, you know, for, but you might be doing a lot of work for them versus having six individual small podcast clients or, or four individual podcast clients, right? It's so much better to just have one that you're doing a bunch of stuff for than to have six people that you're doing like a bunch of different things for it, okay? Because your price isn't right, because your offer isn't structured properly. So this is why diversifying your offers and just your offer suite, your offer structure is so important to me. We cover we cover offers just a tiny bit inside the Shmoney membership, but I really deep dive into helping you craft an offer that makes sense inside Moms Do Business Different. So inside there, I work one-on-one with you to really figure out what is your offer structure and what should your pricing model be so that you can have offers that actually allow you to basically not work as much, right? Um, not work as much and get your time back so that when you do sit down for those two hours, you're really hyper-focused on serving a few people very well, right? You can have a six-figure business with, you know, less than 20 clients. And I'm talking about less than 20 clients for the year. I've done it, okay? So I know that sounds crazy, but you can do it, right? Even um, I had one year where I, I think I had like 32 clients. That was great too, right? Now that's not including my photography business because things are a little bit different there. But even still, as a service provider, as a coach, you can structure things in a way that you don't have a ton of clients, but you're still able to hit the cash goals that you have and you're not working around the clock, right? You're not finding yourself having to wake up early and work during naps and work, you know, nights and work on the weekends when your husband is like, no, we don't want to do that, right? I don't work on Saturdays. I kind of don't work on Fridays either, except for like boxer. Um, but then going back to my calendar, there are two weekends a month that I do work, right? And so on those weekends, that's those are um, blocked off for photography. So whenever I have a photography client, they can book those two weekends. If for whatever reason, someone can't do one of those two weekends, I usually don't do the photo shoot. Now, that is a decision that I made because I can't open up every weekend on my calendar. First off, I don't want to. Second off, I don't want to. So, I mean, like, it's just, it is what it is, right? So really become protective of your calendar and what it looks like for you to work, you know, certain hours if you need to work, you know, other hours, right? So for me, two weekends a month go to the photography, right? And I block that off on my calendar. I let my husband know, hey, these are the days that I'm opening up for the next three months for photo shoots. So don't book anything because I need you to watch the kids. Or, you know, I'll, I'll book a session on Sunday and then I know Tay's dad can watch the kids for me. So, you know, either way, I'm blocking these things off and, and I'm holding very strong and very um, firm boundaries with my clients or my potential clients about those dates, right? So those are the only dates that are available. Then, of course, like I said, I have my two hours at night that I block off when the kids are asleep. Now, this is always touch and go because the kids don't go to bed at the same time every night. It's 10 o'clock right now. My youngest is awake. My oldest is asleep. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. Then I block off my Sundays, right? So right now I have a standing calendar invite with my husband from, I think it's like two to six. That, that time is blocked off for K to work. And so that's blocked off on the calendar every single week. Even if I don't take it, it's the fact that it's blocked off. So my husband doesn't book anything. Nothing's happening. You know, and I mean, sometimes we do things. It's not a big deal, right? We can, it can always change, but I have it as a standing calendar block. And then whenever I'm thinking like, oh, I want to do a mastermind. I want to do this. I want to do that. I know that I have Sundays that I can schedule things into. So not, I think it was last year when I had the Becoming CEO Mastermind, we actually did our mastermind calls on Sundays. It was great because everybody would just hop on the call after church and we would just have a good old time coaching, right? So it, it was fine. Um, but so that's my Sunday block. And then 
Honestly, I've gotten to a point that if I need more time, what I will do is if my husband happens to just be like hanging out, watching TV or whatever, or we're all watching TV and I just think to myself, ooh, I want to write this email or ooh, I want to send this thing off, then I will just jump and do something real quick. I try not to do things again when the kids are awake. I just don't really enjoy working when they're awake, but sometimes I have to, right? Sometimes there's no other option. Sometimes, you know, like on Sundays, we're all still home. So I'm going to have to work when the kids are awake. But for the most part, you know, I'm really able to kind of stick to my boundaries of the two hours at night, the, or, and sometimes it's three hours, right? Like sometimes I'm just like really in the, in the groove and I just keep going. Um, my two weekends a month for photography and then, you know, just like my block on Sundays and that is enough, right? That's enough for me to serve clients in person as a service provider and for me to coach very well. Um, the other thing that I also do that has been really helpful to just like how, um, my bare minimum business strategy works is that I have one content day a quarter that I can batch intentional content. And what I mean by this is like one day a quarter, I hire my friend, her name is Jojo, um, and she will take photos of me. I will record video content, like some B-roll content and stuff like that. And it's just really great. Um, I, I've kind of been slacking and I've only done this like twice a year, but usually I try to do once a quarter where I make this investment to have the content that I need so that on a month to month or a week to week basis, I'm not worried about having to create new content. And this just honestly makes my life easier because I'm gonna be honest, I am just, I used to be excited about capturing content of like my day to day life, but now I just don't really feel excited about doing like, I wanna capture day to day life content for myself, not for my business. And so for those of you that are just like, you know, kind of over the whole, you know, show your life or, you know, when you go to the coffee shop, when you do this, record it, it's just like, ugh, I don't want to do that. Right. So I would encourage you to once a quarter book a space, right. Even if you do this by yourself, even if you can't afford to hire a photographer, I'm biased. Of course, I think you should hire a photographer, but if you cannot do that, just book a studio space and batch record some content so that you can have some b-roll or some content or whatever you need so that you can use that for your marketing efforts right because remember one of the c's is your content right does your content need your attention and so once a quarter i really encourage you to do that and the last thing that i want to say about like finding the time to work is that you want to set a day for coaching during the week like if you're a coach um the same way that i have like my photography days set it's the same concept for coaching um as a coach it's very nuanced right like you can do foxer coaching you can do um, you know, one-on-one -on -one calls, you can do phone calls, you can do Zooms, right? Like there are so many ways you can do it. And so what I would actually encourage you to do is for your coaching day, just like have that as your set day of the week, right? So just like I have, you know, my two weekends for photography, maybe you need to pick two, you know, days a month or two, you know, weekends a month or something where you're able to just like sit down and really knock out the coaching calls that you need to knock out. So like, I know for me, whenever I have like one-on-one -on -one clients, especially when I have calls, they can book me, um, you know, two weeks out of the month. And then in those two weeks out of the month, they can only book me like on a Tuesday, Wednesday, or like a Wednesday, Thursday, right? You don't have access to my calendar every day of the week. And that just makes it to where, now you can really get the support you need from your family to actually work on your business, right? So I promise you the time is there and 
guess what? When you sit down and do this, you will realize that you don't need that much time, right? Like you just don't. You don't need that much time when you know what your bare minimum strategy is. You don't need that much time when you have my action plans that are inside of the Shmoney Mama membership. You don't need a bunch of time when you have me as your coach and top moms do business different, right? Because I'm going to be telling you like, girl, this is all you have to do. You just need to do this minimum thing, right? You just need to do this, create the system. And now you don't have to worry about, you know, uh, talking back and forth with somebody because you have a workflow that's just doing it all for you, right? So it does not take as much work as you think it does. And I'm saying this as somebody that fumbled their first pregnancy, right? I fumbled the bag with my, with my first pregnancy, but I bounced back, right? I bounced back and with my second baby, it has just been like, it's been an easier process. I still went through the mom fog. I sent, I still went through, you know, postpartum anxiety and all these different things, but I did not have to burn my business to the ground and I did not miss a beat in my business. I didn't lose clients. I, I actually gained clients, right, during that season of my life, even though emotionally I felt overwhelmed. But that was just because I was a mom of two, not because my business was on fire. So I'm, I'm telling you now, if you are feeling like you're struggling or you feel like, oh my gosh, this is not working or I don't know how to find the time, I promise you, you have the time, mama. You just need to take a beat and take a breath and just know that, listen, we have to re um, realign your expectations, right? And we have to really figure out what is the least that you can do? What is the least you can do to get the result you want or get as close to the result as you want as possible? The last thing I'm going to say about this finding time to work as a mom is that you have to be okay with less than, you know, A plus quality content or A plus quality work, but still high impact. Um, and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to work because your work should still be A plus quality. Like my coaching is A1. My photography is A1111. Like no one is better than me. <laughs> but um, my quality, like my content quality, it sometimes sucks, right? I mean, I'm not gonna say it sucks, right? Because it doesn't suck. Nobody has ever complained about me recording from my phone. Um, but you know, I miss recording on my microphone, right? And I'm recording on my microphone right now, but this uh, my house like kind of echoes a little bit, and that that's really annoying. But um, you know, otherwise though, I really love to like record on my microphone. I love to record video content. I want my video content to be super high quality, but listen, I don't have the time or the capacity to do that. So as moms, I just want to encourage you, and this is back to like setting expectations and realistic expectations. It's like, it's okay if your content quality isn't, you know, like overly produced, right? Like you see people online and it's like they have super produced videos and stuff like that. Listen, it's because they are experts, right? They're video experts. They are, you know, I mean, even though I'm a photographer, I mean, I'm not a videographer. So, I mean, I can do some bomb pictures, but video is just not my, not my season, right? Or not my calling. And so it's like, Yes, you may see these people online do that, but you also have to think about the context. Do they have kids? A lot of times they don't. They don't have kids. They have a husband and a cat or a dog or something, right? Like they don't have any other responsibilities, like a human depending on them 24-7. So we have to, again, manage our expectations and be okay with the fact that like, hey, your podcast might get reported, recorded on your phone. You may write your blog post in your phone and then have to transfer it to your computer or whatever. You may, you know, write your emails like I do in my notes app sometimes, right? Like sometimes you just got to get it in where it fits in. A lot of times I record my podcast episodes with my kids sleeping right next to me. I know y'all be hearing King snoring. Like <laughs> it is what it is, right? And it's okay because my content is high impact, even if the production value isn't what I want it to be. 
And that's just letting go of perfectionism, right? Like that's on perfectionism. We got to let that go and just get it out there because that's what matters. So if you are looking to find the time to work as a mom, I hope this was able to like help you and encourage you and just like kind of show you what it can look like and show you that it's possible. Like I, I share the screenshots all the time on Instagram about like what my time card looks like and how much I've worked and all that kind of stuff because I really want to encourage you and let you see that it does not require a lot of work for you to get the result you want. It just requires that you show up, right? That's all you have to do. You have to show up. And when you show up, you got to understand what it is you really need to focus on. And when you know those things, when you have your system, when you have your content system, when you have your you know, all the systems that you need, when you know what the bare metal is, and when you know where you need to focus and prioritize, everything else falls into place, right? And just so I can bring this point home, I am not saying to sacrifice sleep because your girl does not sacrifice sleep at all, right? And I recognize that this can be even more nuanced if not only do you have kids, but you also have a job. I recognize that it could be way more nuanced than that. But listen, we can find an hour somewhere, right? We can find an hour somewhere and that is all you need, right? There's so much that we can do as moms because we are resilient in an hour. There's so much that you can do as a mom in two hours. Baby, give me three hours and I done wrote a dang book, okay? I mean, and it's not because, you know, I'm just this expert great at everything. It's because I recognize what our priorities and I'm always looking for ways to make things easier. So I really encourage you to just expand yourself and be open to doing things a little bit differently than what you're used to. Being okay with a different level of quality that you may not be used to. Like I'm not used to recording on my phone. I mean, I am now, but when I first started this podcast, baby, your girl loved her little crispy audio. Okay. I prided myself on the audio and then I had to let it go. <laughs> and that was hard, right? That was very hard. But here we are years later and we are still rocking with it. And guess what? Nobody is complaining. Nobody has, you know, I mean, and if somebody does complain, I really don't care. It's okay. It is okay. Nothing is going to fall apart. Your business will be fine and we're going to make it work. So if you are trying to find time to work as a mom, you know, let's talk about it, but let's talk about it. And I just hope this was able to encourage you and just let you see how it works for me and just how the process that I walk my own clients through. I mean, I just think it's so cool that I get asked this question so often and how many times like I literally have someone say to me like, man, I didn't know this was possible for me. You know, thank you. This was so po like, I'm so glad this was possible for me. I just had a client recently who was like, we were celebrating the fact that she worked 20 hours and that she took the weekend off because usually she worked through the weekend because she was a service provider. And so, you know, she found herself just working a lot on the weekends, but her husband is off on the weekends and she didn't want to do that anymore. And so it was just like, man, you know, yeah, you might've sacrificed a little bit on the weekdays, but then she was able to adjust, right? She was able to, you know, adjust and get the sleep that she still needed. And she was like, I just feel so well rested and I enjoyed my weekend. And I'm like, yes, mama. Okay. Won't, won't, won't. Like your girl was here for it. And I'm, I'm super here for it. And I just want this for everybody. Like I want this for every mom. And so it's possible. It is possible for you to work less than 20 hours a week. It is possible for you to work two hours a day. If that's all you have, it's possible for you to work one hour a day, right? We're just, we just have to manage our expectations, right? We just have to get in where we fit in. We have to figure out what is a priority and it works, right? You can have those high cash months. You can have aligned clients, like clients that don't question your methods. They trust you. They let you lead them, right? They, they, they listen to what you have to say. They do what you ask them to do. You can have those people, right? And still work the bare minimum, okay? And your girl loves that. I love me some bare minimum.
Okay, that is it for this episode. And until next time, I will talk to you later, darling. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I know you loved it. So go ahead and leave a five-star review. Make sure to share this episode and tag me at Moms Do Business Different and at Mrs. K Hillman so Ayantha knows it's real. May you walk in your purpose and calling every single day to steward the life and business that God has called you to. Until next time, let's get this money.